Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into episode 12 of From the Hive, the best podcast series here on KALA. As always, I'm Ryan Tristel, joined by Anna Vary, Sierra Mari, and Abby Varkalis. Before we get going, though, a quick disclaimer, this podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM, St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University. So, first and foremost, how is everybody doing on this rainy Friday? I'm good, Ryan. How are you? Not doing bad. Sierra, how are you? I'm doing better. And Anna? Pretty good. So, our question of the day, we are all Spotify users, and... Every year, Spotify does a yearly wrap where it kind of gives you, like, you know, your best artists, top listen songs, stuff like that. So we're going to go over our top five artists, and we are going to start with Abby. So my first one was Ariana Grande for artists. Second was Doja Cat. Third was Cody Johnson. Four, Taylor Swift. And five was Miley Cyrus. So does it tell you what your, like top genre was overall then pop pop okay mm-hmm. sierra surprising for me sierra how about you um my top artist and my genre makes sense to me my number one was metro boomin number two kaliuchis number three travis scott number four ariana grande and number five was snot my top genre was rap i low-key i thought dj snake would be up there because in the previous years he was up there because my favorite song ever is You Are My High by DJ Snake featuring Future. But I mean, Metro Boomin, he had so many good songs released this year. So I just had to listen. So for my top artists, uh, at number one was Old Dominion. Number two was Morgan Wallen. Number three was actually Taylor Swift. Uh, number four was Luke Combs, and number five was Florida Georgia Line. My top genre was contemporary country. I don't know why Taylor Swift was on there. Um, I really don't listen to Taylor Swift, so that's what confuses me. Um, but, I mean, the other four, I think, are right on par for mm-hmm. me. I saw one of those four country artists slash bands in concert this year, so, yeah, I think it makes sense. I had over 21,000 minutes to listen to them, though. Yeah, so my top artist was Noah Kahn. I'm very <laughs> proud about that one. Um, number two was Taylor Swift. Number three was Lizzie McAlpine. Number four was Elevation Worship. And then number five was Dermot Kennedy. Most listened to genre was Contemporary Christian, which is like pop and Christian. And my minutes listened were 17,032. <laughs> How's mine 4,000? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on here? I did just download Spotify, though. Really? I did not have Spotify before. What did you use yes. before? Um, this app called Musi. <laughs> oh. Actually. It's free. So. Actually, yeah, I do know people who use that. Yeah, so. it's easy. So, but Spotify's better, obviously. Do you guys have Apple Music, too? Nope. No. Mm-mm. So, sticking on kind of the subject of music, we're going to go around and kind of talk about concerts we are going to see, want to see, or have been to. Um Since Anna went last on the Spotify rap, we'll let her go first. Yeah, so this next summer in 2024, I am going to Noah Khan's concert, and I am so excited. Um, I found Noah Khan, like, during the summer of this year, and so, like, it's a new artist that I've been listening to, and I'm obsessed. So I'm really excited to go um, to the Noah Khan concert with my boyfriend. We're going to go a little trip to St. Paul, Minnesota for like a weekend in June. 
And so I'm really looking forward to that. And I hear, like, his concerts are amazing. Like, he's a really good performer. And so I'm just really looking forward to that. I've never listened to Noah Khan before. What? what? No, what? You, you <laughs> what? probably heard no. a song. Yes, you what have. What songs does he, you like, what's his, songs. what's his, like, style? Like Stick Season, you know, ever heard that one? It's a really popular, like, TikTok sound. I'll say it's, he's big on TikTok, like, his really? songs are. That's you, how he blew up, was, yeah. like, when he played, like, a snippet of one of his songs, and then, like, he was a, I, like, watched this YouTube video about it the other day, but he d- was about to take it down because he's, like, oh, I, he got, like, too scared to, like, post stuff like that out there, but it, like, blew up, yeah. and then he's, like, wow, like, people like this type of music, and so he's, like, I gotta finish the song, and then he finished the song, released it, and it's, like, millions of views i feel like okay maybe if i heard then i would know but i don't recognize him like by the name <laughs> we'll show you a couple songs after we get done recording okay so sierra how about you concerts you've been to or concerts you want to go to so i've only been to two concerts before but i don't even know if they count as concerts they're called it's festivals called summer smash in mm-hmm. like near chicago um, and it's just like a bunch of rappers, a bunch of other artists who are there and performing and you kind of push your way up to the front and take pictures. My favorite one that I went to though at Summer Smash, the favorite set was Eam Triplin. I love him so much and he's literally like my dream man and, <laughs> and an artist. Um, I love seeing him in person. And even though I was front row, I'm so shocked that I was, like, not in the video. I was literally by the gate, like, pushing myself up. And I wasn't even in the video I saw. I think (laughs) maybe somebody who was taller was in front of me. But I was really looking at myself when he released the video of Summer Smash. Um, And I would love to see him again like outside of Summer Smash, so at his own concerts, because he's going on tour right now, and he actually just stopped by Chicago. Of course, when I left home, he came. I was like, really? I was so mad. I was like in Davenport, and he was there. So he's one of the artists that I would love to see again in the future. Abby, how about you? Yeah, so same with Sierra. I've only seen or been to two concerts, one being Cody Johnson. Of course, I love Cody Johnson. Surprised that he wasn't number one for my Spotify wrapped. That was crazy, but um, that was last year. And then just a couple weeks ago, no, actually last week, over break, I went to Menzingers with my boyfriend. I don't know. He loves them, so I went, and they're actually really good. They're like rock, kind of, but they're really, really good. We went to, um, it's called like the Salt Shed in Chicago. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So it was really cool in there. It was really neat. And then Cody Johnson was... I want to say maybe in like Naperville or something that I saw, but um, it was really good. And I think going forward, I would love to see Cody Johnson again because he's just so good. But um, and like other country concerts. But yeah. So for me, I have been to quite a few concerts. I think I've seen Zach Brown Band probably four or five times. Uh, I've seen Old Dominion two or three, um, and then. Outside of that, I've seen, like, smaller people perform just in random locations. But I've also been to this thing called Lake Shake, which is almost like, to me, it's like the country version of Lollapalooza, or it was in Chicago, and it was right on Lake Michigan. Um, I saw Keith Urban there. Midland was there. Um, Midland? I want to say Brett Young was there. I love Midland. And then there was one more person who I can't think of. Keith Urban was, like, the main performer of the day I went. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. 
but I would like to see Cody Johnson. Um, I would love to see Morgan Wallen in concert. There are quite a few, though, like Kenny Chesney, I think would be really fun. Those are all, like, country artists. But I don't know. There are so many. There's this guy named Wyatt Flores. Mm. Um, he's, like, kind of newer on the country landscape who really only plays at, like, smaller bars right now. But the way his music's been going, he's kind of popular on, um, like, TikTok, too. Yeah. So I'd like to see him one day. He's got some really good songs. But I don't know. There are a lot. What's that one artist? Um, I think his song was, like, Something in a Small Town. Try That in a Small Town, that yeah. song? Jason Aldean. I want to see him. I want to see Jason Aldean. He would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, there are, I don't know, there are a lot of concerts I'd like to get to. And yeah. I, I know a lot of people, like, aren't big on concerts, mm-hmm. but... They're fun. I like them. Now we're going to switch up the theme a little bit right now. Um, everybody had Thanksgiving break, and did we talk about what we did over Thanksgiving break? We no. did, did we yes. touch up on it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that Anna had a birthday. So, Anna, do you want to describe how your birthday was and how old you are and, you know, B-Day plans? <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Um, on the 25th, I turned 20 years old, no longer a teenager. Wow. Yep. Um, the day was so relaxing and so peaceful, um, which is what I wanted. Last year, I had gone to a University of Iowa Hawkeye football game. Mm-hmm. And I was with friends the whole time, so this year I really wanted to spend time with my family. And so, I mean, I woke up early like I always do and um, had a really peaceful morning with my mom, and she made me some avocado toast for breakfast, which was amazing. And it was also, like, flurrying outside. And so um, my friend Kirby, which some of you might know, she's been on the podcast before, she came home with me to – she came home with me for Thanksgiving, and so me and her went on a walk while it was snowing because she loves the snow – because she's from Arizona, doesn't get snow there. So um, we went on a walk in the snow, and it was really, really nice to just catch up with her. And then, um, yeah, it was just a relaxing day with family. I had um, some friends come over for lunch, and we did, like, pizza and cake and, you know, just hung out for a bit. And I went to Starbucks to get my free drink. Um, Mm -hmm. Really, really good. (laughs) I feel like it's a tradition now that I go to Starbucks and get a drink. And then um, all of my brothers were home, which was really nice. And so I got a... Um, hold my niece and spend time with her, give her some snuggles. And so it was just a really good day. And yeah, I'm 20 years old. That crazy, crazy. A relaxing Same. way to start your <laughs> 20s for yeah, real. Definitely. That's so mature of you. Well, and on the day this episode airs, which is the fourth, it is Sierra's 21st birthday. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, Sierra, do you have any big plans for turning 21? Well, I'm not going to lie, okay? So Anna saw most of her family. I will be seeing most of my friends because my family is in um, Illinois right now. But I have a lot of classes on Mondays, actually. I'm pretty busy. Like, of course, my birthday lies on the day I have the most amount of classes. Um, But between my classes, I'm going to go to Starbucks with my bestie, Anna. And I'm going to get my free drink because apparently I get a free drink at Starbucks. <laughs> like, I didn't even know. Um, Probably mukbang there with some pastries, you know, all that stuff. Wait, what did you say? Mukbang there <laughs> and a lot of food <laughs> and, like, eat because I'm such a foodie. Like, I when you record it and eat it. Yeah, but we're not going <laughs> to record. <laughs> we're not going to be recording. Anyway. Um, and then we have a potluck for my Model UN class that we actually are doing a potluck to celebrate the 
graduates, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but I made it into my birthday celebration. I said, everybody, it's my birthday, so we're also going to be celebrating my birthday on top of graduation. And I actually, I'm not going to lie, I have two presentations to give on Monday on my birthday. So before my presentations, I'm going to let them know it's my birthday. So because <laughs> I just want everybody to know it's my birthday. And I'm not going to lie, so my birthday lies on a Monday, but this Sunday I'm wearing a birthday sash while I'm waitressing at my job. <laughs> like I did last year, because it's just my favorite thing ever. Like, you know, I don't really, I don't really like the birthday attention. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I honestly, I do love it. It's one day a year. Come on. It's one day a year. Well, this is where the episode <laughs> takes a turn and we get real random. Um... Part of me regrets asking because I can't stop laughing now. But with school, like we are in that like two and a week, two and a half week period between Thanksgiving break and Christmas break, where it is just like go time. Mm -hmm. And so, like most stressful time of the year, how is everybody doing so far through the stressful times? Um, I'm doing good, but I realized that I procrastinated a lot of work that I should have done over break. Like I should have written a couple essays, but I waited till now and they're due very soon. So I think that that was something I kind of did a little oopsies on. But other than that, though, like I feel like everything's under control at the same time. Like I know what I have to do and when. So, I mean, that's pretty good. And then most of my tests are open book. So, which is really nice. So I have these essays due, but then I get like a little break with, I don't have to study really anything. So, um, but yeah, it's just been like constant homework and like late nights. Kind of in the same boat as you, Abby. Mm -hmm. I know my assignments. I know what to do. Um, I did not fully take advantage of my break in terms of doing a lot of homework. I did some, not gonna lie, but I didn't do all that I should have. Um, Most of my busy work actually was before break so I just I actually am did y'all get the email about the capstone presentations the senior I saw your name on it you did I didn't get it I don't think I got it what stop (laughs) I don't think y'all pay attention I got it and Sierra's name is on it at like I forget what time exactly but I'll show up I'll be your supporter stop where's that is it the ballroom uh the door across from there the room across from like there. The annex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so what I'm gonna be doing, guys? I this entire semester, I had to write my capstone paper for international studies, which is my major, and it is a 40-page research paper. It didn't have to be 40 pages, but mine ended up being 40 pages, and I have the 40 pages done. Right now, I just have to revise. So it's like I have the busy work done. You know, all the researching, all that. Now it's just fine-tuning it. So I kind of, I don't know, it's definitely been getting easier. Right now I have to prepare my presentation, though, like, you know, go over my script and memorize it and then be ready to present. And I'm just really excited. Presentations are, like, 10 minutes long, so it's not too bad. But it's crazy how I have to condense, like, a 40-pages paper into a 10-minute presentation. It's going to be so hard. 150 p.m. A price for peace, military personnel by Sierra Murray. Oh, when you guys read that title, do you understand or no? I'm assuming you're talking about like trying to end wars and like end military conflict. That's what I would <laughs> assume it would be, but like or like the 
the price, like, price of, of like, like the ending price war. of atta- obtaining peace is war and okay y'all are kind of close so, <laughs> so my topic is basically examining the underlying motivations of un member states and their decision to deploy personnel to peacekeeping operations so in order to kind of subdue conflict in those areas uh, countries will deploy their personnel right But after doing a lot of research, I realized that they do it basically to get U.N. reimbursements, to boost their military power, for foreign policy, and for political stability in their countries. So that's kind of what I was going for. So the price for peace is your military personnel. They're the ones who who you are risking for peace. But they also do it for economic compensation, this and that. So that's basically what my topic is about. Very interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's Thank cool. you. Thank you. So Anna and I will kind of talk about how our last two weeks are going for us. But first, we're going to step away for a little break. Abby, earlier this week, sat down and kind of talked with somebody on Dance Marathon. So we'll be right back. Hi, guys. This is Abby Varkalis. And here today, I'm joined by Audrey Pender. And she is the Director of Family Relations for Dance Marathon at SAU. So, Audrey, how are you today? I'm good. Good. So, today we're just going to get into what Dance Marathon is. So, Audrey, what exactly is Dance Marathon? So, we are a student-led organization on campus, and we fundraise year-round to support the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital. And we also support um, our 53 local miracle families in the Quad Cities that have that have been or are currently being treated at the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital. So we hold events for them throughout the year. And then in April, we have our big event where we are um, in the WRC for 13.1 hours. To We have a bunch of activities. And then at the end of the night, we reveal how much we raised throughout the year. That's amazing. So what kind of events do you guys have upcoming or like big events in the in the past? So this Saturday, we have our Kids Can't Wait to Skate event at River's Edge in it's downtown Davenport. Um, so there we have some of our families will come and skate for a while. And then it's also open to SAU students as well. So they can come and skate in the first 60 students there will get free skates. And then there's also going to be raffle baskets and um, uh, we have a pop-up apparel store that'll be there um, from QC Custom Tees, so people can get merch and fundraise for Dance Marathon and interact with our families. So how can one get involved into the Dance Marathon program? So if you go to our website, sau.org, you can apply to be on one of the three committees that are still of accepting spots, which are family relations, fundraising, and public relations and marketing. Or if you want to be a dancer, you can register on our donor drive to become just a dancer and fundraise um, on your own and then still attend big event once you reach our minimum to attend. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, Audrey. Yeah. And this is Abby Varkalis. So back to the show. Welcome back into the studio, Abby. Good job. Thank you. So, Anna, why don't you kind of talk about how your last two weeks have gone first? Yeah, so I can relate to both Sierra and Abby on – um, I did not use my break the best that I could have. Um, it's not like I didn't do anything, but, like, I could have been more productive to get more things done. Um, but this week has been very laid back and chill. Like, I haven't had any exams or any quizzes or anything like that. Um, I do have a paper due tonight that I am currently revising and editing. So, um, 
I just have that this week, but next week is crazy busy, and so I've been trying to prepare for it this week and trying to get extra things done. Like, anything I can get done that's, like, a quick assignment, doing it this week, you know? Um, but, yeah, so this week was pretty calm, but I know next week. It's, like, the calm before the storm. Like, next week is going to be a storm. I have um, – I work – Wednesday night which I kind of did myself dirty like I should have not scheduled myself for then but I didn't realize like where it was lining up in my schedule and so I work Wednesday night but then I have a lab practical on Thursday for my microbiology lab and then I have the microbiology lecture exam on the Friday so the end of my week is going to be very busy and then I turn around in the Monday of finals week I take the microbiology final which is cumulative so just a lot of microbiology coming up um, and just making sure I'm staying on top of my other classes, even though I'm so focused on my microbiology class. But yeah. What about you, Ryan? Man, I'm busy. It's getting rough. Um, in my media theory and ethics class, I had to write a paper that's due this upcoming Monday, but I got that turned in last night. Uh, we have this whole scrapbook assignment that Abby and I both have to do because we're in the same class. I'm about, I'd say, close to halfway done with that. Um, Abby is going to have to lend me her book so I can yes. look some stuff up really quick after the episode. In my graphic, or in my motion graphics class, so we have to make, like, intro credits for, like, your favorite show or movie. And I'm doing The Sandlot, and I've just come to realize how bad I am at that class. And that's probably about 75% of the way done for me now. Um, in my common tech class, we have a big final uh, like project where you have to write a 10 to 12 page paper and then do like a seven to 10 minute presentation on it. Now, luckily I decided to work with a partner and David Meyer on that one. We got probably a good eight pages of the paper done over break, but we've also realized we have to add a lot more. So we're gonna have to trim some stuff down and we have to work on the presentation. That's all due Tuesday, which is going to be rough. Um, and then for my sports management class, I have to write a paper and give a presentation next week too. So busy times. I feel like this weekend is going to be a lot of working and not much just relaxing. But luckily, a lot of my finals are going to be easy and kind of like online, stuff like that. So hopefully get to go home kind of early on Christmas break, like finals week. Hell week right now. I mean, it is, yeah. That's what they call it. And when are you guys going home for December break? Um, I think I could possibly, since I have like a lot of my finals are online, so I could probably go home like I want to say the eleventh, honestly, which is really early. Uh, that's Monday. That's, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's Monday. Next Monday, not this Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I think. It should be really nice. Yeah. I mean, all the, like, actual final tests I have to take are online. Um, I do have to go in to the digital media practicum class on Monday, but I'm hoping to get out of here on Tuesday. I've got, I, mean, I don't know, the practicum final is, like, mid-afternoon. I really don't want to drive home when it's already dark out. And then I have a final online Tuesday morning, so I'm thinking just after that Tuesday morning final, I'll try to get up and out of here. Yeah. I don't have any finals, actually. That's They're nice. just, like, papers, you know, that I've been working on and presentations to give. I literally end Spanish class next week because I give a presentation. So, literally, next Monday, if everyone presents, then we're done with class. 
She said, no test, no nothing. We're done. That's it. Okay. <laughs> um, but I'm actually going to be staying here during winter break to work at radio as well as waitress. But I am going home for a few days over Christmas, like literally just a few days to see my family. And then I'll be back here and working. Wow, working girl. Mm-hmm. I got to save for my tuition. Anna, how about you? When do you get to get up and out of here? Well, I do have an exam, a final exam, the Wednesday afternoon. Um, I have potentially have one on Thursday. I think it's online, but it hasn't been like confirmed if it's online or in person. And so um, if it is here, I'll probably still stay in the area and maybe work at the hospital a little bit before I head home on Friday, potentially. I don't know. I really don't have plans. I'm honestly taking it day by day at this point because if I look too far in the future, then I get really stressed out. And I'm already stressed out as it, so. <laughs> but hope it, I'll be the end of the week. I won't be as early as you guys are going home. So we only have a couple more minutes left in this episode. So we're going to do one last question, and it just kind of popped in my head. Christmas is coming up. Like, before you know it, it'll be here. Do you guys prefer giving presents or getting presents, and why? Ooh, I would say... Definitely giving because I just love like I love shopping for people and like finding finding things that they're going to like. And I mean, getting presents is always super nice. Like everyone likes getting presents, I would hope. But I think giving just because like I do love shopping for people and I love seeing their faces when they unwrap it. That makes me really happy. Yeah, I'm like you, Abby. I like giving, but I'm I like instead of shopping, I hate shopping. That is not my thing. Yeah. Um, I same. like to craft, so I like to make more sentimental mm-hmm. gifts. So like scrapbooks or like one year I made my family like ornaments and um this year I got my family, if you're listening, don't listen anymore, but I got them like magnets and so I'm gonna make like cute letters to go with the magnets and so um yeah, I like to do more, like, sentimental, like, crafty gifts just because, like, I feel like over winter break, it's finally a break, and it's relaxing, and so I like to craft and color and do that kind of thing. Yeah. So I like giving gifts just because they're sentimental, and they make me happy to make them, so. Mm-hmm. I like giving gifts because, I'm not going to lie, I am good at it. Like, if I know them, I know exactly what they're going to like. I don't really, like, make them sentimental gifts. It's, like, it's the meaning behind the gifts that, you know, that matters. It's, like... I'll get them like a skincare that skincare item that they've been wanting forever, but they're too scared to buy it, you know, or something like that, you know, like they don't buy it. So I'll buy it for them. And then they'll say like an issue they've had. And I'm just like, okay, what can I do that will make their issue better? And then I buy it for them. Um, It's just stuff like that, you know, and I'm just, I'm so good. And the reactions are so good and I love it so much, but I'm not going to lie. I, even though I do like giving gifts, you know, sometimes people don't really know what I like for real because I'm not really that explicit with it. Like, I'm not like, I want this, I want that, you know, Neither especially to my friends. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to shop for me unless you pay attention to like every word I say. <laughs> See, for me, A, I think my family is somewhat annoyed with me right now because like all my aunts were texting me, like, you know, asking what I want for Christmas. And all I said was, I don't know. I, I feel like as we've gotten older, it's just harder to come up with it's ideas. Definitely, it definitely is, yeah. all I, like, I've said the same thing the past couple of years. I'm like, just, I don't know, sweatshirts and maybe a video game or two. Like, something simple like that. Yeah. But I will say, like, I agree with Abby. Like, don't get me wrong. I like getting gifts. Um, 
But I, I would say I prefer giving. I guess, I don't know. I'm in the boat still where, like, my sister and I will get my parents gifts. But when it comes to, like, cousins, stuff like that, it's mainly, like, my parents will buy it and then just, like, they'll put mine and my sister's name on it. And then, like, it's just kind of like a family present. But I will say, like, even though I didn't help buy it, it's always kind of fun seeing, like, how excited my little cousins get when they get gifts because... You get your parents' gifts. Yes. Well, like, my sister and I will, like, split the cost and, like, buy something, but... That's what we do. My sister and I do that, too. I only get my mom gifts. My sister and I still need to work (laughs) out what we're going to get our parents this year, but... Yeah. My dad is, like, the worst to shop for because I never know what to get him. A cologne? Like, like a cologne, you know, like, what? See, it's funny. My dad... I can think of. My dad and I are very similar, so it's, like... I just kind of know if I like something, he's probably going to like it too. So that makes it easy. I feel like a lot of it is like my sister mainly knows what to get my mom. And then I mainly know what to get my dad. Yeah. But that is going to do it for episode 12 of From the Hive. Once again, I'm Ryan Schistel, joined by Sierra Mari, Anna Vary, and Abby Varkalis. A special thank you to the general manager of KALA Radio and Dave Baker. We will be back next week for the second to last episode of from the hive for the semester but that's going to do it for this week's everybody have a great rest of your day and we will be back next week